The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews is brought to you by Spirituality and Health Magazine, the Soul Body Connection. Visit SpiritualityHealth.com today. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. And welcome to Authentic Living. We're glad to have you today. We tend to look at healthiness as a product of good nutrition and a healthy dose of exercise in combination with good genes, good medicine, and good luck. Most recently, we've added low stress to that combination. What this means is that we are basically looking to the externals to bring us to good health. But Ivan Rados has a different take on it. Author of the book Health, It's All About Consciousness, Ivan believes that health is a reflection of our essential being. In fact, he believes that when we restore consciousness to the flow of oneness, we restore our body's natural healthy state. From his perspective, then, the body is a part of the plan here, not the workhorse or the enemy. Ivan Rados is an established and internationally recognized artist, energy healer, and contemporary spiritual guide and teacher. He also authored Create Yourself, Secrets of Self-Discovery and Healing with Sacred Geometry, and The Transparent Man, the last anti-manifesto about transcendental art. Ivan is a true master of both himself and his life. He asserts that he heals no one, but simply helps people heal themselves through the power of infinite consciousness. Ivan's journey reads like a book of miracles, which he modestly labels ordinarinesses. Aligned with no particular healing methodology, spiritual movement, or tradition, the wisdom Ivan shares comes from his deep roots in our one self, the source of everything. Born in the former Yugoslavia, Ivan lives in Vancouver, Canada, and travels extensively, sharing his insights around the world, facilitating classes, seminars, and retreats. Welcome, Ivan, to the Authentic Living Show. We're so glad you are here to talk with us today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful for being on your show. All right. Well, we're going to just jump right in there. Um, You talk about consciousness as the key to health. and We have a fairly conscious audience listening to us today, so tell us what you mean by this statement about consciousness as the key to health. Mm. Uh, First, um, we have to understand the word healing in order to go further. Okay. The word uh, holism, healing, holy, come from the word whole. To be healed means to be the whole. It means to be in touch with one's own multidimensionality and interconnectedness. To be healthy means to experience oneself or to have knowingness about oneself as part of the whole, the infinite consciousness. 
what I call the infinite oneness, oneself. To be unhealthy means to disconnect from the whole, to experience oneself as being separated and linear, to be the mind. So our natural state is wholeness, one health, or call it infinite health, because it is infinite. Disease doesn't exist. It is only an absence of health. It appears in non-existential mind as real, the same as darkness. It seems real. However, you bring the light into the darkness, where is the darkness? You know, you just realize, you know, the darkness is only the absence of light. When light is, darkness is not. But light is not physical. Light is non-physical. You see, light means not carrying the weight, not being heavy. What is the darkness? It is the heaviness. Mind is the heaviness, particle-like. Light is non-particle, wave-like. So when the present moment of now is, the mind is not. The present moment of now is lightness. That's what wholeness is. That's where consciousness is infinitely. But people are not aware of their consciousness. That's why they live in the projections of the mind, trapped in the past, trapped in the future. When we disconnect oneself from now, we disconnect oneself from the infinite health. We become diseased. Disease means not being at ease with the oneness, with the moment of now, with the consciousness, with the wholeness. So not belonging to oneself is not belonging to life itself, and we become empty. But this emptiness doesn't contain any essence, no consciousness in it, because essential emptiness, or call it nothingness, is full of consciousness, as primordial infinite oneself, call it God. And that essence, that emptiness, doesn't contain consciousness, and is perceived as negative by the mind. This negative void is not you. It doesn't contain consciousness. Consciousness is all about unity, positive, negative, and oneness. So something has to fill this emptiness, and so consensus mind takes over. The mind is the result of not knowing oneself. It is a substitute for lack of you. It is lack of consciousness. When you are with your consciousness, you are without your mind. You use your mind as a tool. You are not trapped in the mind. You are not used by the mind. The mind is non-existential, an illusion, a projection, embedded, imprinted by the global society, by the consensus reality. That's called indoctrination. It is compensation for the real you. Health is the natural result of simply being. So when you are in disease, you're not being, because being is the ultimate health. We are called human being. Just try to understand. Human being. Human stands for the animal. Being stands for divine. We are all humans, but not necessarily being. To be the being, we need to transcend our animal survival aspect. We have to transcend the mind, the particle, the machine, the mechanism, and accept divine, and then we will be in infinite health. So we will, 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 will give infinite freedom to all aspects of our being to go into harmony, 
because the existence is all about harmony. It's all about balance, tranquility, and bliss. That's what moment of now is. That's what consciousness is. That's what health is. Okay, so when you talk about oneself, uh, you know, you can, as we're hearing that on the radio, it sounds like you're talking about just oneself. But if you, if you use the term oneself, what do you mean by that? I mean, it's not, you're, you're not necessarily referring to God in the, in the classic traditional sense of the word. What do you mean by this term oneself? Well, just listen to the word one self. It is self in oneness. And the self is only one. You see, we are all different on circumstances. You know, your body is different than mine. Your mind has different content than mine. You know, your emotions might fluctuate differently, but on essential, existential level, we are one and the same. You can call it oneself, the oneness, infinite consciousness. You can call it God. So God is God expressing itself through infinite pieces, and every single piece acts as a God. So you are God in that sense. So you have infinite power. You can create reality the way you want. You can split the reality and separate the oneness from the self and call only self, which is the selfish approach. Or you can reunite the oneness with self, meaning that you can connect or reconnect again to the consciousness, infinite one. So do we ever fully connect with our oneself? We are always connected to oneself. We are always connected to that God within us. But we are not aware of it. We are not conscious of it. You, may have, you, you just have to remember to drop the uh, factual things in the moment of now. And oneself will be you. Drop the past each moment. Drop the expectations in the future. Drop the mind, and you will be oneself. You will be connected. Okay, so when everything else that we have formulated down here on this planet to uh, uh, live in this world and supposedly survive sort of is dropped away, that's where we find the oneself. And that oneself is also divine, and it's also linked to every other constituent part of the divine self. That's right. Drop the attachment. You know, drop the attachments, drop the past memories, drop the expectations for the future, and then you will be in the moment. You see, drop your attachments to the changing world. You see, there are two realities we live in. You know, one is changeable. You know, that circumstances of of existence. Another one is the center of existence, unchangeable. So we are that unchangeable infinitely. We are the consciousness. We are God. Yes, you can enjoy and create and, and, and be blissful and be playful in that changeable reality, but do not get attached to any, to any aspect of that reality. The attachment is the problem. You see, then out of that attachment, then we, we adopt or create or accept the belief in order to shield, protect, you see, uh, to, to, to guard that, that belief, to that reality, to that attachment. And that's the problem. People got attached to their diseases, to their suffering, to their problems, you see, to their misery, to their hate. You see, getting out of attachment means letting go of the thoughts. Nothing else. Letting go of the thoughts. 
they can go wherever they want. You stay in your detached awareness, in that unchangeable reality where you become infinite. The problem with humanity is 99% of people are believing they are finite. No, you are not. You are infinite. You might have a just temporary existence in this body, but you're not born in your body. Your body was born in you, in your consciousness. You are bigger than your body. So it's just the experience you're having, you see, in order to learn the lessons in this life. And then all lessons are, you know, self-taught and self-provided. So you're providing lessons for yourself in order to expand that oneness. So there's nothing bad, nothing positive and nothing negative in existence. Everything is as it is, the unity, the wholeness, because wholeness is all about, uh, it's all about universal oneness. Right. And, you know, that flies in the face of so much that we're hearing right now about how we need to always be thinking positive thoughts and not letting any negative thoughts in. And, and that puts us in the realm of positive and negative instead of allowing us to just be. That's right. You know, when uh, there are so many books and so many teachers out there who are teaching, you know, positive motivation, positive thinking, you know, with positive attitude, you can create, uh, you know, whatever you want. I mean, what about negative? You see? Mm-hmm. In order to create something positive, you have to ignore the negative. You have to repress the negative. You have to, you have to hide the negative. And it's part of the wholeness. You see? The, the whole point of infinite health is the balance between extremes. It's the middle point. But once you start preferring one side, that's the mind, always choosing one side, then you become in conflict. You might... You might, you know, manifest some, you know, uh, new car in your life, new job, but you are consequently destroying your health because you are not in unity. You are not beyond duality. You are not in wholeness. That's exactly right. Okay. Well, we're going to come back some more in just a few minutes to talk some more to Ivan Rados about health and consciousness. So stay tuned. If you want your health to be tip-top, stay tuned. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor and sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. 
A few months later, I get a letter back saying thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back, thanking me for my concerns, and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who will work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back talking today with Ivan Rados about his book, Health, It's All About Consciousness. And what we've discovered thus far is that the more we're in touch with the one self, the more healthy we are. And so I guess I want to ask you this, Ivan. If we've lived a life in which we've eaten a lot of junk food and smoked and drunk too heavily and not taken care of ourselves, can we really repair that through consciousness? You see, disease is not the problem. The mind is not the problem. The problem is our unconsciousness and our identification, our attachment to that relative mind. You see, the mind is just imagination. It is non-existential. You know, the mind does not exist. It is simply a belief or a bunch of other beliefs as a one big belief, I am. The disease exists in our reality because we are standing back towards it, and we believe in it. The mind is freezing the energy. Energy is always in the movement. But once you define the movement with the facts, with the knowledge, then you freeze the energy, and that energy becomes a particle. That's why we are holding and molding this reality through consensus belief. And consensus means that we all agree that's the only possible version of reality, infinite reality. By facing disease with our awareness, we will see that belief in disease is not serving us. It is against us. You realize the ridiculousness of keeping that belief in your reality. The mind has deceived you, bringing the impression, impression there is a disease. Mind is fighting its own self. Or mind is fooling you just, you know, uh, 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 trying to fool you, trying to give impression that the mind is doing something about it. Maybe you might cure one aspect of disease, you know, the symptoms, but the essence, you know, will not be addressed, the mind itself, because mind cannot really address the problem in itself. Because mind doesn't exist. 
because mind doesn't exist. So how can you heal? You can't heal. You can only be health. That's what this approach is. You are healthy right now. You don't have to do anything. You just have to be conscious of oneself and relax with your own existence, accept everything that is, and naturally you will move into the moment. You will come to your consciousness, and consciousness will be more and more and more, and you will disconnect all the beliefs. You will disconnect from the thoughts which are, which are stopping you, uh, stopping the flow of consciousness. You will get rid of attachments, illusions, projections. You will be more. You will do less. And out of your being, everything will be accomplished. Because everything in existence is about balance, as I said. Okay, so, so really, essentially, then, when we talk about healing, we're also practicing the mind. We're not really practicing the oneself. We're practicing the mind. We're, but to we are be using in, the mind. I'm sorry? We are using the mind. Using the mind, okay. You see, you see, when you bring the witness, because meditation is all about witnessing, what to witness? You witness everything that comes and goes. You know, situations, they come and go. Uh, people, they will come and go. Your body is coming and going. The thoughts are coming and going. You just bring that inner observer, inner witness, and then inner realization. It's not a knowledge. It's not frozen fact. It's more like flowing truth called knowingness. And you are in knowingness, and then you are in discrimination. You, dis- you, are, you, you are in discrimination. You are... You are seeing what is illusion and what is true. So everything that comes and goes, it's illusion. The one who is witnessing coming and going is the truth. So you are coming much closer and closer and closer to oneself. By and by, you become full of oneself. You become full of love for oneself. You, you celebrate your existence. You are grateful for everything that comes in your life. You don't judge what's real, what's not. You don't judge what's right, what's not. You're not pulled by the duality. In, you know, you don't, you're not in opposite, opposite extremes. You are totally grounded and balanced. You know that you are. In that, that acceptance, there is a flowingness of energy coming from everywhere, from inside, from outside. And the body is finally being you know, free to repair the damage, to go into homeostasis, because body is designed to do that. Body is bio, a biocomputer, a bio-vehicle, able, capable of producing miraculous chemicals, you see, to really go into the harmony. Right, right. So really, there's really no way to separate the body from the oneself. We just think there is. No. You see, um, just remind me on Atlantean teaching. Mm-hmm. of Holy Trinity. So it's not Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's the body, soul, and consciousness. It's the triangle. The body is the vehicle, the temple, visible, particle-like vehicle for the soul, which is the vehicle, invisible one, wave-like, energy one. You cannot see, you cannot perceive, but you can sense one is one you can see, but one you can sense. It is the vehicle. Soul is the vehicle for consciousness. And consciousness cannot exist, cannot express itself without the soul. And the soul cannot be in the 3D reality without the body. 
The whole point is to reunite visible and invisible into oneness. That's what yin and yang is. That's what positive and negative is. But attachment is the problem. Once you attach yourself to the body and you deny your soul, once you attach yourself to the left side of the brain and deny the right side of the brain, the right hemisphere, then you are in separation. You have to reunite. You have to balance the energy in your brain. You have to balance energy of your inner nature between male and female aspects. You are male in your body or you are female. You have to balance also the other aspects inside of yourself. Come to oneness. Once you totally connect all these disconnected parts with your awareness, you come to oneness and the health just flows. Okay. All right. So how did you first discover that consciousness is the key to health? Oh, <laughs> okay. So I have to talk about myself, do I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, in my early 20s, I used to have uh, periodic attacks of terrible pain due to kidney stones. Mm-hmm. So uh, I now know that you know, the kidney stones were a result of combination of things. Uh, you know, my genes, family history, unhealthy family history. My father suffered from, suffered from uh, kidney disorder. My grandfather suffered from it. So, and also my unresolved emotional issues. I was raised in dysfunctional family, you know, uh, and also in dysfunctional society. Every society is dysfunctional anyway, but... You know, communistic society dysfunctional. Uh, so the key issues were my anger with my alcoholic father and also my deep resentment to uh, my codependent mother, who, you know, who was Catholic, by the way, mm-hmm. and who used to beat us every day, who used to go to church and pray and then coming back home and finding the reason to beat me and my sister, you see, almost every day for being naughty, being kids. Wow. So I was raised in that unhealthy environment, um, so feeling lost and empty, um, you see, I had that, I was, I think, 16 or 17, I'm not sure, I had that strong urge to find myself, to feel that, to feel that empty gap inside of me, that negative empty gap. So looking back, I can see that was the, my first attempt, my first conscious attempt to find my inner truth. So, the, just to draw, draw attention to the kidney, the kidney, the liver, uh, pancreas, uh, are all under the influence of the adrenal glands called fight and flight glands. So these organs normally respond to any emotions or attitudes that activate the sympathetic nervous system through the adrenals of the hormones that arises in these glands. So the physical always reflects the mental and emotional. And the emotional and mental are always in the physical. So in my case, the kidney stone was formed by repressed emotions from my mental attitudes of fear, oversensitivity, and anger. But I was not aware of it. Now I am. So... I was hoping, I was praying, I was asking, I was giving the responsibility, you know, for me, for my problems and my issues and my, my feelings to doctors and specialists. 
to medical, you know, practitioners. So I was almost visiting hospitals every day, you know, because I would be under the, you know, <laughs> terrible pain. Not just one stone. I used to have a couple of stones just in different pockets of the kidney. So when whatever the kidney, you know, the stone might move from one pocket to another. So it's cutting the, the, the kidney and the bleeding and, uh, and the pain. And, and uh, I found myself in England. That was 1994. And I had blocked nose. Something was blocking my nose. I, couldn't, I was not able to breathe and talk. And I knew deep inner instinctive thought that I'm going to have kidney attack soon. So to prevent that, I went to see my specialist, doctor. And um, I said, you know, I'm going to have kidney attack. He said, why do you think so? I said, I have blocked nose. He said, no, that blocked nose is high fever. I said, no, it's not high fever. I mean, England, breezy, windy, cold, middle of February. I mean, you know, it's not true. He said, yeah, yeah, it's kidney. It's, a, it's high fever. It's not kidney. I said, but it's my body. He said, no, you don't know. I'm a specialist. I said, no, you're not a specialist. You are an ignorant man. He said, what you're talking about? I said, I'm not going to see you again. So I went home. And I told that to my wife. And my wife, she's clinical psychologist, psychotherapist. And she said, no, you're not supposed to talk to people like that. I said, <laughs> yeah, but what? With ignorant people, I talk, you know, I just, you know, I, I'm speaking my truth. So she said, but what you're going to do now, because, you know, you argue with doctors, he's not going to help you. I don't want his help. I'm going to help myself. She said, how? I said, I don't know. But is there any action you can make? I said, only thing I can make is to go into my meditation. So, and I went into meditation. So I was meditating and I was totally lost in meditation. For three days, I was not eating, I was not uh, waking up, or sort of semi-waking up. I was not mind-conscious. I was totally in meditation. Uh, it seems that it's going to be commercial, so I will continue after that. Yeah, we're going to be suspending this, uh, this moment of, of mystery uh, for just a few minutes. While we take a commercial break, we'll be back with more from Ivan Rados in just a minute. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. 
If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free. 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And the Authentic Living Show is sponsored by Spirituality and Health Magazine, The Soul Body Connection. One of America's most prestigious spiritual magazines publishes six times a year and offers an amazing array of information for the seeker both in print and online. Check them out at www.spiritualityhealth.com. Your life cannot help but improve as a result of reading the wonderful articles in Spirituality and Health. And there's a new issue coming out very shortly, so stay tuned for that. So we were we have just been left in limbo, waiting to hear the suspenseful end of this wonderful story about Ivan Rado's life, in which he was ill with um, with um, kidney stones and started meditating and meditated for three days, and then and then you see unresolved emotional issues or emotional traumas, which are not processed, acknowledged, or allowed to be experienced fully and unconditionally can obstruct the flow, healthy flow of energy in our being. So every organ, every cell, every part of the body, you know, visible or invisible, is constantly signaling and communicating with the brain. And the brain is called frequency transformer or biocomputer. And other organs in the system, and receiving signals from them via hormones, in an infinite, complex, continuous feedback loop. So the endocrine system is the link between our emotions and our physical body. And the relationship is circular, more precisely spiral or fractal. So I just realized through that meditation, the mind is owning and controlling my emotions, which are nothing than the compensations for the lack of real feeling, the feeling of inner acceptance inner love and inner compassion. I was concentrating, putting attention too much on the outside instead of putting inside, changing the, uh, changing the direction of my attention. So we are all attached to the mind, 
the attachment to the mind originates from our division to positive and negative, good, bad, and duality in general. The attachment to the mind is caused by conditioning. And I was very much conditioned. So the energy, which I call the one energy or the infinite energy, call it chi, prana, life force, whatever you want to call it, that is not flowing freely. It's causing certain cells to be imbalanced within the entire system, causing certain state of disease in particular genetically weak areas in our body. In my case, you know, the family disease in our kidney. Those areas of stagnant energy contains a negative emotional charge that fragments the human energy fields into separate different compartments without any or with little communication between them. The cells were not communicating with, with the entire system. They were in disconnection. The body is not only feeling the real pain by being suffocated and not listened, but I was adding more layers of negative traumatic energies with daily attitudes, conflicting thoughts, self-condemnation, anger, guilt, worry, jealousy, fear, just name it. And the situation got complex and more traumatic and more and more. So, so after years of suffering, I get that meditation insight. It just came to me. I read later the similar quote, but mainly the quote, I got it later, I don't know how I got it in the meditation, from unknown, I just, it's my knowingness, how did I know, I don't know how I knew, but I know that I know. Mm-hmm. The quote goes like that, and I found it in Buddha, Buddha said once, ignorance is the foundation of all suffering, and just clicked something in me, yes, I have been ignorant about my ignorance. So, in that deep meditation, after three days, when awareness, huge, big, like popcorn came to me, and awareness came to me out of nowhere, out of unknown. It's not a voice that I hear the voice, or could be, I'm not sure, but just that awareness, deep inner, maybe my, my one self was talking to my lawyer, you know, pity self. It's not health that is missing, Ivan. It is simply undiscovered within you. Health is you, has always been you, and it will always be with you. The key for healing is the awareness that you are infinitely healthy as you are. You don't have to do anything in order to be healthy. The only work from you is to remember your infinite nature within. I emerged out of meditation remembering. I am health. In health, I am one with blissful whole. I started being more and more aware of the thoughts limiting me, stopping me to be me, stopping me to reconnect to my wholeness. I start being aware of my personal beliefs. Other beliefs I, I, I labeled mine, my attachments, my definitions, my possessiveness, my obstacles, my disease. From that moment of that inner spiritual attainment, 
call it this way. I don't know how to call it differently. That attainment, my blissful existence becomes grounded in the moment. And everything starts balancing in my reality. And just a couple of days later, I passed the stones naturally. And I never saw any doctor after that. I see them as a friends, but I don't go asking them what's wrong with me. Because I know that I'm infinitely healthy, and I'm always in the process of healing. Now I'm not attached to any thoughts. I use my mind. I'm not used by my mind. It's right. a beautiful instrument, but it's not me. I am not. Only infinite consciousness is. That's the secret of self-discovery. If you want to attain it, then disconnect from all attachments, and you will be. Okay. All right. So the, the sort of moral of the story is that in, in beingness, we find that infinite healthiness. And it's interesting to me, that whole idea that we gain information by being in meditation, it seems to me that when we peel back the layers of all the stuff that we identify and attach with, we, we actually get to that place that is not only infinitely healthy, but infinitely um, knowledgeable. And so we are, we are given information. Health is the natural result of simply being. Disease is unnatural, a state of uneasiness and imbalance that indicates that we are separated from our existential nature. What obstructs the flow of health in us? The mind, because the mind means suppression of consciousness. Right, right. Okay, see, you know, there's, uh, speaking of the mind, there's a lot of talk these days about getting our intention, the idea that our mind can affect what's happening in our life. Uh, we want to set that intention, but you don't seem to like the word intention very much. No, so, well, what it's it, like. I'm, a, I'm aware of the, of the vibration, uh, you know, put in the word intention. You see, intention, what is that? Just listen to the word in. Tension in the state of tension. Yeah. So, who is in the state of tension? The wholeness is not in the state of tension, cannot be. You know, existence is relaxed. And this moment of now, the consciousness is total acceptance. God is full, you know, fully in love with itself. And out of that inner love, he is, or he or she or it is sharing that love with everyone. Who is stressful? The mind is stressed. So using intention to heal is not possible. Yes, it is possible in external objective reality to get some possession. Maybe, as I said, you know, half an hour ago, to get new car or new house or new job, you need to use the tension and fix your vision. It's like a tunnel vision. Everything that supports that vision, it's allowed to Enter. So you're not concerned by anything else apart from your dream, apart from your fantasy of your goal. So you have to really conquer everything in order to reach that. You need to go and repeat inside the mind all the time, mm -hmm. you see, using the visualization, like the secret, talking about intention, using all the time the same thoughts, the same thoughts. Yes, you might manifest something in external like objects, forms, but 
it is negative, it is, it is not possible to heal and connect with intention. Attention is the key word here. Attention is the consciousness. You can place attention in the mind, and the mind is using that attention and fixing itself to the objects. You can allow the mind to fix its own attention to the objects if the mind wants. The whole point is remove that attention from the mind and place it inside oneself. Because inside oneself is just emptiness. No object, nothingness, no thingness. But it is the wholeness because it contains infinite possibilities. That's where health is. So the attention is the key. Instead of placing attention in the mind, place it in oneself. Be conscious. All right, well, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be back with the final, epi- uh, final segment with Ivan Rados, so stay tuned. Awakened Media for a Transforming World, 7th Wave Network. America is facing a skilled workforce shortage. Skills USA can help. What is Skills USA? Skills USA is life changing. Skills USA is awesome. Skills USA is one of the biggest opportunities life can give you. Skills USA is amazing. Skills USA is motivating. Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people, starting with their classmates, to their advisors, to other people in their states. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. I'm doing something now that's going to be applicable in the real world, and those skills are going to be useful today in school and in five years when I'm working and for the rest of my life. On the web at skillsusa.org. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tong has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. You live for the first in your child's life. But how do you cope with the first that come after your child is diagnosed with cancer? CureSearch.org connects you to the doctors and scientists whose collaborative research has turned childhood cancer from a nearly incurable disease to one with an overall cure rate of 78%. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 
472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back with the final segment with Ivan Rados. Um, and I want to tell you, listening audience, next week we're honored to have Dr. Christian Northrup here to uh, talk to us about women's health, in particular her, her newest edition of Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom. So you do not want to miss this wonderful opportunity to hear from uh, Dr. Christian Northrup. And um, so today I want, to, I want to ask you, Ivan, if you will tell the listening audience about um, your website, any way they can connect with you and learn more about you? Oh, my website is ivanrados.com, I-V-A-N-R-A-D-O-S.com, my name and surname.com. Or they can read my, purchase my books and, uh, you know, from Amazon or any local store in, you know, around the world, from Australia to America. Um, and also they can go to an Amazon site and, you know, read my blogs because I regularly, you know, uh, blog there. It's namastepublishing.com. Um, and I do travel around. I might come to your area soon. So my publicist from Namaste Publishing is organizing events around the globe. So just be tuned. <laughs> okay, and your events are also listed on your website, is that correct? That's right. If That's there is it. any event, they will be listed there or on Namaste Publishing. Okay, great, great. All right, so um, we, there's so much in this book. I just want to tell the listening audience, there's so much in this book, uh, Health, It's All About Consciousness, about um, the ways that you can uh, meditate on the chakras and various methods of getting more in touch with the, the oneself. Um, so I want to... I want, to urge you to buy the book and, and really read it. I think it's a great book. Um, so, I mean, you speak of surrender to the divine. Uh, that it, you know, a lot of people read surrender as a very passive kind of approach, as if we're sort of everything's all pre-planned and we're just floating along with it. Can you say some more about what do you mean by surrender to the divine? What is surrender? You know, how to surrender? What to surrender? You cannot surrender oneself. You can only surrender what's not you. Surrendering means being aware that it's not you. Whatever is coming and going is not you. That's the way to surrender. That's the way to surrender. Surrendering is remembering. It's being more of you. Because, you know, you can only surrender illusion. You can only surrender attachment. You see, it's like offer all your attachments to God, and God will dissolve those attachments. That's what it is. You can only be aware of what's illusion and what's real. You are the real. So try this. Someone is critical about you or your behavior. Someone is saying something hurtful to you. Or someone is angry at you, criticizing or insulting you. Stay focused to listening to that person. Not what he or she is saying, whether he or she is right or not, true or not not reacting, not identifying, just plain listening. Stay in your center and just look from there. By looking and doing nothing, you are in surrender. You have the feeling of the natural detachment. Surrendering is detachment from outside circumstances. From that place of silence, nothing and nobody can disturb you. 
stay detached from anything that is happening in the moment, and you will be the moment. The moment now is the existence, always the same. It is your center of being, your infinite consciousness, which is bliss, truth, and life itself. So you can practice this technique when, wherever you are, in whatever feelings you are, in whatever you are doing. You feel thirsty, sleepy, or hungry, whatever feelings. Always remember the two realms, changeable and unchangeable. You are unchangeable. Outside is always changeable. Surrendering the changeable is what remembering is. Hunger can only be felt by the periphery. You don't need food. You don't need any fuel. But the body needs it. Remember, when hunger happens, it is happening to the body, not to you. You are just aware of it. Do not say, I am hungry. Always say within, I am aware that my body is hungry. Or, I am aware that my body is thirsty, or sleepy, or tired. Get emphasis to your awareness, not to your attachments. If you are becoming ill, never say, I am becoming ill, or I am ill. Give emphasis to your knowingness and say within, my body is off the balance. Bringing the consciousness into the body, you will listen to the body, and body will say exactly what it needs, what kind of minerals, vitamins, nutrients, whether body might need just, you know, rest, nothing else. You are discriminating. You know, you are in discrimination. Discriminate what's real, what's not. You're becoming old. Never say, I'm becoming old. Just say, my body is becoming old. Then the discrimination is there. Then even in the moment of your death, you will be aware of what is changeable and what is unchangeable, what is illusion and what is real. You will have knowingness. My body is dying. I cannot die. I am just moving it to another shape if I want. I'm changing the house if I want. If I don't, I'm going to melt with oneness. Healing is a choice, to be or not. It's very Shakespearean. <laughs> and until you accept the responsibility for your choices that you have created, the consequences you are now experiencing, you will not be in the healing process. Okay, so, so really what we're talking about is, is a surrender that says... Um, I, I, di- I can make the distinction between my I am and right. the unreal. That's what surrender is. Okay. That's what offering is. You offer illusion to God. You offer illusion to oneself. You become aware of it. And see, it's not passivity. No, it is an ac- active act from the whole. Yep. Because whole is real. And the whole is you. Absolutely. Whole is real and whole is you. That's a wonderful thing to end on. And so, thank you so much, Ivan, for being on the show today. I am very excited to get to talk to you. I really appreciate everything that you've done and your wonderful book, Health, It's All About Consciousness. And remember, next week, tune in to hear Dr. Christian Northrup talk about women's health and women's wisdom. And remember, your job, should you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself.
Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week. 